Welcome to Succeeding Daily with Eternal Solidarity, a cutting-edge daily show with tips, tactics, and strategies on how to accelerate people's personal and professional success. If you believe that you deserve more and can achieve more with the right transformation coaching and mentoring, then this show is for you. You will be given the tools to experience the best version of yourself. The show is brought to you by www.succeedingdaily.com, where you can sign up to receive the latest updates from the show and supporters who can donate to www.succeedingdaily.com forward slash donate. All right. I hope you're well. It's Ethan Mussolini, the merchant of success here. And I had promised that uh, today we'll be talking about personal and professional development secrets. Now, uh, of course, if you find, like I mentioned in the chat, you know, up and above, um, if you find this useful, please remember to hit the like and share button. And of course, the if you have any questions, I want to make today's session uh, more interactive. So you're welcome to post some questions. I'll be seeing your comments and questions. Then I will answer them. So. Now, let's talk about uh, what does it really mean to develop as a person, not just to develop, but evolve. <laughs> and if you're with me, I just want to make sure that we are together. Um, just type the word evolve um, in the chat box because it's not enough to develop yourself. It's critical that you evolve, you upgrade, you go to another level, so to speak, because um, it's, it's the world of evolution that you either evolve or you disappear. And again, I just want to be clear here in that when we talk about uh, develop or evolve, then we mean each passing moment, you're figuring out ways and means to go to another or higher level. People pick my uh, headsets here just to make sure that we are together uh, because usually headsets, the audio is better. All right. And if you're able to hear me clearly, uh, please type in the chat box and say hearing you. Uh, uh, type in the comments section and say hearing. I just want to make sure that um, all is clear before we get uh, this ball rolling, so to speak. Now, so, and that starts the first key to growing as a person or in your, in your professional life. And that is you have to evolve. You have to go to another high level. So, and what does that mean? So this is what you need to do, or this is what needs to happen when you think about uh, your, your life or your career. You say, okay, what does the next level mean? So the next level for me, for example, all right, so I can see uh, John says evolve, great, peace, Sima says uh, hearing. Okay, fantastic. And uh, well, I'm glad that you're, you're here live and those of you will be watching the recording, uh, thank you. Because again, you're the reason I am here to make sure that we connect together. So the key question you need to ask yourself is, what do I need to go to a higher level? So uh, let me give my personal example. 
So I noticed, uh, for example, that towards the end of last year, which is just passed anyhow, I wasn't showing up more often or online for these live sessions. So for me, part of my next level is to appear online as much as possible with live segments, with live sessions. So yesterday at the same time, uh, when I appeared, I noticed I did give people a chance to ask questions. And so today I'm willing to stay a little longer, as long as you ask me some um, some useful, engaging questions uh, that can that are beneficial to all of us. So for me, my next level is to appear as often as possible. Uh, you know, God willing, who knows daily. And then, because part of my calling is to inspire, to encourage people to evolve, to be the best versions of themselves. Uh, so I, I need to keep working on myself to, to evolve, to become better, and then share what is working in my life, share the, with people like you, uh, whether you're watching this live or the recording. And those of you who are watching live or the record, please share this, uh, invite your friends and colleagues, let's hang out and share. So for me, that's the question I ask myself, what's the next level? So that's the ne that's the key thing I want you to do, is to ask yourself, what's your next level? You could be an accountant, so what's your next level? And if you're an accountant, your next level could mean that you actually get other skill sets because the when we talk about evolution, the, the accounting profession is evolving. Technology is changing that. And so the, the old model, just knowing how to enter numbers, when we know that artificial intelligence is taking over, you need to learn other skills like sales and marketing, uh, management, leadership, so that you can expand. And besides the evolution then, that's step, step one or key number one around personal and professional development. So inherent with what I've just said is actually then you making sure that you are growing, uh, not just growing, but expanding. So what does expansion mean? Expansion means that you go over and above what's possible, okay? So you go Okay, perfect. Thank you. Thank you for your patience. Uh, the all right. So the just pick up from where we had left off. I was now talking about not just evolution but expansion because evolution is going to higher dimensions. Expansion is going. So we could think about evolution as going vertical and expansion as going horizontal. So what do I mean for expansion? Now, if we pick the accounting um, line again, so if you're an accountant, then learn other skill sets because just being an accountant is no longer enough. You need to learn other skill sets. For example, I had talked about sales and marketing, learn leadership. Uh, you could learn how to manage projects. You could learn how to run events. Now, of course, you can't be, you can't learn everything, but find those other skill sets that would add value. 
But what I can guarantee you is if you're working in the private sector, for example, learning sales and marketing, by the way, is for everyone. Someone also asked, or in the, was asking me, was saying that they have a question around career development. And I'm here to propose to you that all of you, in one way or the other, you are into sales and marketing. And if you learn sales and marketing, it will expand you. It will, it will answers of being very, very marketable. Now, that's on the outer level. On the inner level, also, when we talk about expansion and evolving, is that you need to expand the what you're putting in here. What are you listening to? What are you watching? What are you reading? Are you reading information that expands your mind? Like today, I was uh, listening to one of my teachers, and it was like three hours of content that I consumed today alone. Okay. And so that, that boosts me not only at a vertical level, but also at a horizontal level. So you need to start asking yourself, what are those things that I need to do to expand who I am? And when I say to expand who you are, the other key thing also is to start seeing yourself beyond, over and above your job. Because you see, most people limit their identity to what they do. And I'm here to propose to you that you're much more than that. The as as a child of God, you're way beyond your your job. So to say, I'm a lawyer, I'm an accountant, I am um, I am an engineer, or in my case, motivational speaker or coach. You're way way beyond that. So part of evolving and expanding is for you to start seeing yourself as a bigger, better, wider, deeper version of you. And that means you need to start seeing yourself differently. Uh, one of my teachers, uh, Jim Fortune, was talking about how, for him, he believes that he is unlimited potential. And that's something that I would encourage you to think about, both in your personal and professional life. What if you are unlimited potential? And what if that's the truth? and not just a theory. Because we know according to science that just your brain alone, the, the, the neural networks, the capacity is bigger than the largest um, uh, computer or the biggest or fastest computer in the world. Because then you are unlimited indeed when you look at who you are. Now, when you think about who you are and you focus on that, then you start walking in the world differently. What does that mean? And how can you do this? Number one is look at what you do as just a title, as one of your roles in this world. So meaning you can always add a new role, a new responsibility. Number two, start seeing yourself as unlimited potential or unlimited possibility. <laughs> so you could call yourself unlimited potential and unlimited possibility. How about that? Once you become unlimited potential, unlimited possibility takes you to a higher level. The other key uh, be, behind, be, besides evolution and expansion, is language. What is the language that you use? Okay. Now, the language I'm talking about is both verbal and physical. Okay. Now, for example, when you ask someone, how are you doing? They say, I'm fair or, or struggling or there, there, or as usual. And the language, the words you use trigger a chemical reaction in your system. Okay. 
And therefore, you need to start using a different language, a language that uplifts, a language that expands you, a language that expands people around you. I'll share with you an example. Uh, the Many years ago, I, I used to be a training consultant for British Council, and there was a manager there, uh, and, and so I, I went, and I just want to mention her name for privacy reasons. So I asked her, said, how are you doing? She said, I'm okay. And then she asked me, said, okay, so for you, Ethan, how are you doing? I said, I'm outstanding. Then she shifted her body and said, okay, no, I'm, I'm also outstanding. Okay. So in that moment, my uplifting language had also uplifted her. And so one of the quickest ways you can use language is to think at two levels. One is everyday language. When people ask you how you are or how you're doing, use, pick words that are uplifting, pick words that are big, pick words that are huge, pick words that are expansive, pick words that are evolving, that will evolve you, I beg your pardon. So I've had people use words like uh, blessed, uh, like impactful. Uh, by the way, you can type in the chat box, what are some of the words that you've heard that are uplifting when you ask someone, how are you? Besides the I'm fine or I'm okay or fair. So for you, what are the other words that you've heard that uh, are really uplifting from your side? It would be good to see that in your, in your chat box. So that is at everyday use. Okay, that's one. Then two, it is to think at a creative level. It is not think that to speak at a creative level. Let me give you an example. When you ask someone, when you are at a workplace or in your life, you need to think about the words that you use. There are people who use words like, oh, why is this happening to me? Um, and, and, or they say, why do people hate me? Why do people don't like me? And so they use this negative language and such a negative language brings them down. It also brings the people uh, next to them down. And it starts with the questions that you ask. The questions you ask yourself, the questions you ask other people are going to influence your inner world and outer world. So if you, for example, when you administer a challenge and you say, what's wrong with me? Then, and this is a big then, what's wrong with me? Then you go, <laughs> it's like you've set a command in your body and then the, the brain will start asking, looking for all the reasons what's wrong with you indeed. And guess what? You'll find it, that you will find what you're searching for. And that to me is contracting language. It's not expansive language. It's not evolving language. Now, instead, I'm inviting you to consider the idea to move from distracting or destructive language, I beg your pardon, to move from destructive to instructive and creative language. For example, there is a challenge. Instead of saying, what's wrong with me? You ask, okay, what's possible here? Um, what are the other ways here? What are the possibilities here? How can I get out of this? How can I find a solution around this? Now, when you ask yourself such questions, then all of a sudden, the brain will go on a search for solutions, okay? And, and uh, you're welcome to also ask me questions. You can type them in the chat box uh, just to 
to, to see what questions you might be having, uh, which you would want me to answer that will um, get you uh, up and running, so to speak, okay? And if you can make your questions as specific as possible, uh, the better, because I remember in the one of someone in the Facebook uh, post earlier when I was alerting people about this, told me uh, or said, okay, career development. Make it specific. What is it about career development that you'd want uh, me to talk about? So the more specific you are, the better I will be able to help you, okay? So make it as specific as possible, then um, it, will be, it will be much easier for me to support you, to help you, to push you forward. So just remember that um, wherever we are or whatever we are doing to push yourself to another level, you have to keep asking yourself the creative questions back to the point I was making. What are the creative questions that you are asking? Um, and are your questions pushing you forward? Are they making you go forward? Or they are pulling you backwards? Because every question you ask can either push you forward or backwards, can either push you in front or backwards. So what is the question that you are asking? What are you saying? And why are you saying that? So you need to always think at that level. You need to reflect from that level of possibility and creativity. Okay. Now, someone had asked about career development. Uh, so let me give you a quick tip on career development that always, always works. I'll give it to you at two levels. Okay. One is the outer, the other one, the one is the inner, the other one is outer. From the inner perspective, the number one key to, uh, to growth as a professional person and, and is to make yourself valuable. Okay. So what does being valuable mean? It means that your value, you, you, the people around you, whether the workplace or in your life, they see you as a valuable person. Then the next question is, what does it mean to become a valuable person? To become a more valuable person means that you develop more skills and then you deploy those skills, means you use them. Now, for me, I know how to speak, I know how to train, I know how to coach and all that. But if I, so that was this, that's the, the skill development level. But then if I do not deploy, meaning if I do not go out there and add value, the way I'm doing now, then there isn't proper balance. So life is a platform for balance, meaning you have to take in, but also give out. Okay, meaning you have to receive and also give. So you need to go at the reception level to, to receive skill sets, to receive abilities, to invest in yourself. For example, I see some people, you'll be amazed. Um, I have high-level coaching programs, uh, you know, masterminds. Uh, I have one on business that runs every Tuesday, 6 to 7. I have another one on uh, personal development that runs Wednesday. I have one on executive communication. This is purely for executives, um, you know, like CEOs and managers, senior managers, just, just below that level. 
And I will tell you in all those programs, these are high level achievers. They pay a substantial amount and you see, they are investing themselves. They are making themselves more valuable. These are, uh, so some of these executive directors, CEOs that you see, they are investing in themselves. Some of them, they are in other coaching programs or they're in like coaching and mentoring uh, mastermind programs. But you see, for some reason, the people who are at the high level, they see the need to invest in themselves to grow. And those who are not at that high level, they think it's a wastage of time and money. No, my friend, that's not how life works, that you reap what you sow. So like I applaud you for being here. So you're sowing a seed in yourself and I'm sure you're learning something, you're picking something which will, you will carry with you. So to be, you need to become a more valuable person and that means you need to work on your attitude and skill set. Please write those two words down. You need to work on your attitude and skill set. An attitude, your attitude, for example, how you think about life, how you think about yourself, uh, for example, your confidence and self-esteem will determine how far you will go. But then also the, your, your skill set, what are some of those things that you're able to do? Then all of a sudden people will be looking up to you and, and they want to be with you and they want to be around you. That's how you become more valuable to develop the skill set, your abilities, your way of being, and then you need to go out there in the world. And, and when I say the world, the world could be the community you're working in. If you're employed, it means so you, you develop more skills and then you use those skills to add value to the organization. Now, of course, I know that there are also some managers or leaders who feel almost insecure when they see someone developing more skills or sharing their abilities and all that. And if you are such a manager, please stop it. <laughs> and one of the tricks is you could share this with, uh, in case you have such a manager, please share this with them. Uh, because you see, if you're a manager or leader, you should give people space to grow, to expand. Um, if, if you block someone who is growing, then you're not... Um, you're not doing what ought to be done because part of your job as a leader or as a manager is to create a platform where people can grow and, and expand. So when we talk about you becoming a person of value, it means you becoming valuable fast, increasing your equity, increasing your skill sets, boosting your mindset. Okay, that's the inner level. Now, the outer level, which I've hinted on, is you becoming a solutions provider, not a problem statement expert. Okay. So this is the tip. If you really want, and this I've shared it with uh, in some of the audiences I've spoken in, and that is to say, look, if you really want to be promoted, if you want to go to another level in your career or wherever you are, you need to separate yourself from the crowd. And one of the most powerful ways you can separate yourself from the crowd is to actually go forth and whenever you go to your supervisor or CEO or MD or head of department, 
most people, what they do is they say, oh, you know what? This is the problem I have. In other words, they, they, you're just stating the problem. And every time you go there and you set up another problem, now over time, every time your manager or boss sees you, they see a problem statement expert. That becomes your brand. And I'm here to propose to you, that's not a healthy way to grow and expand your career. Instead, I'm inviting you to join another caliber of people, another caliber of professionals. And that caliber of professionals, what they do is they focus on proposing solutions. So meaning you have a problem A. So when you go to your manager or boss, I don't like that boss. Let's say your leader or supervisor or your line manager. Say, you know what? This is the challenge that I have. And these are the potential solutions I was thinking about. I was thinking of one, two, three. What do you think? So all of a sudden, you no longer look like a burden. You look like a solutions generation machine. And you might come up with ideas that your boss or leader had never thought about. Now, even if the, your leader or line manager doesn't end up choosing any of those potential solutions or possible solutions, I can guarantee like night follows day, you'll be respected. You'll be looked at differently. They'll look at you and say, wow, this, this guy is serious. Wow, this lady is serious. Wow, this is a leader. So that's how you lead your pack. That's how you become valuable, so to say. Not valuable per se, but you become a solutions provider because you see, the world rewards solutions providers. You have to think. And the other beauty is, if you're thinking around, say, the level of career, and, and it could even be in business also. It doesn't have to be just when you're employed. It could be in business. You have to always think, okay, what is the solution here? And propose that. And when you propose that, then all of a sudden, you go into the category of solutions, not the category of problems. You know, there is a saying that you are either part of the problem or part of the solution. So what are you choosing to be? And I'm proposing to you that always go on the side of solutions, okay? Because when you do, then guess what? You stand out from the crowd, you look more valuable, you look more powerful. <laughs> and I can guarantee you it's a fantastic thing, all right? So uh, type in the chat if this makes sense, first of all. Uh, and then also type a question. What question? What do you want me to talk about on personal and or professional development? Or it could be both. Okay. So the other key thing I would like to uh, say to you, to propose to you as we start this year also, is for you to always look at yourself and know that you are the solution, so to speak. Not just propose, but you are the solution. What do I mean? When you have a challenge in your life, sometimes it's very easy to point fingers. And some people look at themselves as, or look at circumstances out there as the part of what's, in co what's controlling them. 
And great people instead look at themselves knowing that they are responsible for the lives that they have created, the circumstances they have created. So one of my teachers said that, look, you always have to think that you're in control of your life, that you are in charge of your life, my friend. So when we talk about personal and professional improvement, not only am I proposing that you look at solutions to propose them to your um, line manager or to your mentor, you know, to your CEO MD, but also you look at yourself as this solution to the issues you have in your life. So uh, like a moment ago, I... Uh, there's a button I clicked and, uh, you know, the, uh, I'm using uh, a, a different platform to broadcast this to you. And that's how I ended up uh, being off for about two minutes or so. So I learned from that. I take full responsibility. I couldn't I could blame the, the software or the program or internet or whatever. It is. No, but I am responsible. I should have. Uh, so, of course, I learned from that. Uh, but the key thing is... When you blame, you give away your power. If I were here, I would write that one down. If you blame or give an excuse, you give away your power to who you're blaming or what you're blaming. When you own and say, I am responsible, you reclaim your power. Or to say, I take responsibility. I am an Arsenal fan, and uh, if you, in case you're not, uh, you can see we have some guys in the room, most likely they are also into soccer. I'm an Arsenal fan. And, you know, it was a tough December, so to speak, uh, a tough November and December. But one of the things I really, really admired about Ateta was, uh, who is the coach, he took responsibility. He said, you know what? It is my responsibility as a coach to get the most out of my team. So if they are not delivering, then it means I have to find a way to create an environment, a platform for them to produce their results. Never went into blaming players and all that. And I really believe he's going to become a fantastic coach uh, down the road. And that's one of the reasons, the way he handled himself, himself amidst all the defeats. I didn't see him blaming thing. I didn't see him blaming players. I've seen coaches usually do that, but he didn't. He took it on, said, as the coach, I am responsible to get the most out of the team. So if they are not delivering, then it is my responsibility. I have to figure it out. And figure it out, at least the last three games he has, at least there is an upswing. But it started by him owning what was going on. And whether you're a soccer fan or not, that take it as a metaphor to say, okay, rather than point fingers, point the finger at you. Look at the person in the mirror. <laughs> All right. Uh, Frederick uh, Ramish says, a great mentor. Uh, thanks for the kind words, Frederick. So are you guys finding this useful? If you're finding value in what I'm sharing with you, please type the word value uh, because I want to confirm that we are together, that we, we are engaging together. And also, please type in um, uh, a question. I was responding to the career-related question that someone uh, posted. Please post the, your, your question. Then I'll see it here in the, 
in the chat box, then I'll be able to, okay, Rita Olive said value. They saw Rita was here from the, the word go. Good. I'm, I'm glad that Rita, you're finding value. So the, the, the key thing is if you, because I'll, I'll tell you that notion of responsibility, excuse me, it dawned, it dawned on me, um, it dawned on me, okay, uh, Wilski Arjuna also says value, fantastic, I'm glad you're finding value. Because I was from the, uh, you know, I used to be, not used to be, uh, by the age of 17, I didn't have all my, my uh, parents, so I was officially an orphan. And because my dad was uh, a tailor, it meant, you know, didn't leave any income asset or anything like that. We were living hand to mouth and we were already poor. Now the parents were gone, so we're even poorer. So I developed a mindset of looking out for handouts. So that's the... The, the, the mindset or the attitude or the identity I developed. So I was always looking out and waiting for some handouts from someone somewhere to save me. In other words, I was always on the lookout for saviors and I carried that with me in my 20s. And then somewhere, um, I won't go into the details, but I had an experience, uh, let me see, it was around two, to, I had an experience that I was around the age of 26. And this lady, Maurice Sujana from uh, Northern Ireland, no, Ireland, Republic of Ireland, challenged me about this notion of taking full responsibility. And I'll tell you, that was a huge turning point in my life. Because when you take full responsibility, then things change. And that when you change, the world around you and the people around you change. When you change, God will send, when you choose to take responsibility, then I believe God works through you. God gives you the answers. God gives you the energy. God gives you the, all the possible and potential ways and means to make things happen. And then you become a channel of creativity and possibility. So I'm going to challenge you to start owning what you're creating in your life, in your career, in your business, whatever it is. And then you'll be amazed at how much acceleration you have. And it means 100% responsibility. Okay. All right. Um, Ajuna Orski says, how can I get in touch with you? I own a startup. Uh, with you, I own a startup in agribusiness consulting, just a fresh graduate. I need help in coaching and mentorship. I need help. All right, so um, Ajuna, how can you get in touch with me? Let me see if I can pull up something here to show you what's possible or how you can. So the what I would, what you can do is um, um, let me see if I can. So you can, those are, the, you can call my assistant Daniel on those numbers and that's for all of us. Um, in case you need to reach out to me for coaching or 
healing sessions. I also help people to to heal. I show you how to heal uh, emotional issues, especially I noticed that people, um, you know, sometimes have emotional issues or challenges. And if you have emotional issues, that's going to really hold you back big time. Uh, the, uh, you know, it could be from a relationship or from family or personal, or, and you need that healed. If, if you don't heal that, then it becomes a challenge. So uh, if, if that's something is of interest to you, of course, uh, call, call my, uh, his number is there on the screen, should be showing up on the screen. Uh, that is plus two five six six triple seven zero seven three eight double two, or you can WhatsApp him on plus two five six seven zero five eight three eight seven double three. The business consultancy, yes, you can ask Daniel about the business uh, coaching that I run every Tuesday. It's a business mastermind uh, that I run every Tuesday uh, from six to seven uh, p.m. So that would be a good fit uh, for you uh, moving forward. And then for the rest of us, I coach people. It could be public speaking. Uh, if you're a senior manager just below the level of CEO, MD, I also have a group mastermind for that level. And I also do uh, personal development. If you want to go deeper, and I also you have more personal uh, engagement with you. I, I I do that also every Wednesday, um, you know, to expand you, to, to advise you, to engage with you. It could be then there you can even have some healing sessions, so to speak. For executive communication, that's purely an executive communication for senior executives. Um, if But I also have some products that you can access that are digital, on personal development, on public speaking or executive communication and the like. Yeah. So if that's of interest to you, those are the, the numbers on the screen. And please let me know if you have, um, if anyone else has a question uh, before we wrap up, just let me know and then we get going. So let me see what the, the other key thing, the other key question I would like to, to share with you. Jonas, um, I think I know you will help uh, say thanks so much. I know you will help me see you soon, but I really, I really need your coaching. All right, all right. Ajuna, we'll see. Uh, Patty Becker, uh, glad to be here. I'm glad that you're here, indeed, Patty. And uh, Patty, you're welcome to also tell us wherever you are. It would be good to know where are you. Where are you tuning in from? Please tell me where you're tuning in from. Is it? Yeah, it would be good to say I'm tuning in from here. Okay. Now, the other key thing I'm, I'm going to share with you that I'd like to share with you on, on when it comes to personal and professional development is the idea of expanding your identity, meaning you cannot achieve, oh, Patty Baker from United States, fantastic. Uh, it would be good to know which, which, uh, which state. I, I know I've, I've been in... Um, I lived in New York for about one and a half years, so it will be cool. Patty, good to see you. And then there are a couple of Ugandans in the room. So now when when the when the 
that you cannot get what you do not see yourself being or experiencing. So meaning, instead of you, for example, let's assume you want to be physically fit or you want to be, um, or you want to be, um, to grow and to expand, okay? Uh, Juna says from Uganda, um, Patty Baker, South Carolina, hey, you met me 2007 in Kampala, wow. <laughs> That's amazing. It would be good if you if you um, if if you WhatsApped my my assistant to see how we can we can connect again. Good to see you. What thirteen years later, almost fourteen. Wow. Thank you. Thanks for being here. So in terms of and I can see Bernard, you've posted a question. I'm, I will respond to that. So you let's for example, let's assume you want to become uh, physically fit and healthy and you've been struggling to work out um, over and over again. So the limitation of just setting a goal to work out, if you, unless you see yourself as a fit or as a disciplined person who exercises or as an athlete, then it's going to be a struggle. So when I say identity, for example, then you need to see yourself as an athlete. You need to see yourself as someone who uh, loves fitness work. And uh, recently I was one of my uh, private coaching clients is a deputy director for a big institution and wants to become a director. I said, now start seeing yourself as a director, walk like a director, you know, you know, sit like a director, write like a director. So that let it become your identity. Let the stories you tell yourself in your head be those of a director. So whatever it is that you want, start seeing yourself um, in that position. Okay, yeah, start, you know, adopt that mindset. See yourself that way. Uh, Kimenya, Kimenya says, uh, Ashraf says, uh, from Uganda, I met you 2015 in Chambogo University, West Main Hall. Great. Um, so Kimenya is asking a brilliant question. How do you improve team morale in a toxic work environment? Uh, Bernard, it would be good to tell me what that toxicity is. Then I can give you a, one part of my expertise is, is teamwork and team building. And uh, in case, then I will also tell you at the end how you can, I, I can give you some ideas. So it would also be good to know, are you at the level of manager or just a team member, meaning you're in the lower ranks? Because then the approach is different. Uh, so my advice will, needs to be tailored. So uh, Bernard, um, I assume you're still live. So type number one, what's, the, what's your position? Are you like at a managerial level or, or you have managers and leaders, uh, or meaning you're, you're, you're in your lower ranks because the dynamics are different there. And then number two, when you, what are some of those um, habits or behaviors that you consider toxic? Then I can give you some pointers. Okay. And, uh, please give me those details, then I can advise you accordingly. But for now, I'd like to propose a couple of things. Uh, and it's for all of us, because sometimes once in a while, we find ourselves in challenging um, environments and we are part of such a team. So how do you then manage that? Or how do you respond then? 
Number one is for you as a participant or as a leader, uh, whether you're leading or just a participant, remember that how you see yourself in that environment is going to affect how you interact with your team. And one of the things that you have to be careful about is to keep seeing yourself as a victim. Because the moment you see yourself as a victim of your environment, then you feel powerless. So when you're in what we call a toxic environment, um, you know, some of the, my clients have told me some of the environments they have been in, you find, for example, these backstabbing, gossiping, people fighting for power, uh, managers are holding different camps and all that. Yeah, and that can be rather challenging. So number one is see yourself as still in charge of your life, not a victim, because once you, be, you see yourself as a victim, you become powerless. You don't want that. Number two is rather than call it, um, okay, can see Bernard has responded here. So let me first read my team member in an organization where almost 80% of the team is looking at resigning and the management seems stuck without solutions. Managers are just giving commands and can't listen to staff issues. There's a lot of showing power. Wow. That's quite um, a case. Number one, are the let me see. There's uh, number one. I need to show you a resource um, that we did that could be helpful. On the, I'll give you a resource. I'm going to type it in the in the chat box, so to speak, uh, which will be very useful for you. Then I'll give you some specific personal things. And this chat, this video, if I were you, I would send it to the link I want to get for you. You should share it with your, with your leaders, so to speak. And this is a resource I would encourage all of us as, let me see if I can get it here. Uh, because I did something, something uh, a couple of months ago during the lockdown, and it was really how do we keep your team motivated and inspired amid these challenging times. So, and it, it can really give your leaders a huge, huge boost, okay? All right. So, the, I'm going to read it out and then I will also post it. So, the link is success-africa.com forward slash free webinars free webinars and there is um, a link, there's a product, there's a link on what we call motivating employees during challenging times. That's the one I would highly recommend to share with your managers, but also share the, the link to the whole team so that the managers can also access that. So that would be the, the trick if I were you, uh, because then it shows one of the, so I've posted the, I'm posting the uh, link. Uh, it should be showing up on, on Facebook. Uh, it should, you'll be able to get a link in terms of how do you keep, there's a particular video, how do you keep your team motivated and inspired during challenging times? And it was in relation to, it was in a relation to 
uh, the, the COVID-19 lockdown, but the tips and tricks are relevant across. And there are so many, so many uh, tips and tricks that you can learn. And I would encourage all of us to go there. It's not just for Bernard Success-Africa.com forward slash free webinars. And the, the, there are many tools there. Some, we talked about positive parenting during a crisis, how to conduct productive virtual meetings, enhancing your ability to keep a positive mind and manage stress better, motivating employees during challenging times. That's the one for your leaders. Minimizing distractions while working from home. Uh, the role of CEO and HR in a work in work at home culture, you know, in a work at home culture, uh, because we we did research with another organization on the impact of uh, the COVID nineteen, how it impacted the workplace, and what does it mean. We made research and we produced the results there. Then positive customer experiences. So these all of us should be able to pick a tip or two besides Bennett. Uh, that would be useful. Uh, Bernard uh, says, thanks, mentor. Now, for you as a person, what would I do uh, if I found myself in such an environment where managers seem stuck with, you know, they are just stuck in commands and all that and people want to resign? Number one, Bernard, is please, please stay away as much as possible from the complaining and whining party. Okay, so what I mentioned earlier still applies. Are you going to be part of solutions or part of problem statement experts? So hold a higher ground and say, you know what? I'm going to, to propose solutions. Even when you go to this manager, propose solutions. And say, And it depends also on where you're coming from. Could ask, okay, have you considered this? Have you considered this because I can see that this is how you'd benefit? Um, and show them how the managers will benefit, show them how the organization will benefit. Because um, when you do that, then uh, at least you're proposing solutions. So, so number one, stay away from the complaining and whining party to drain your energy even more. The way management is handling the situation is not helpful, but you going deeper into complaining and whining is not, you know, adds more firewood into an already raging fire. Number two, keep yourself positive. Listen to positive content, watch videos and all that. Number three, Work, work, work as if everything is, you know, amidst all the, the fire works, all the shooting going on, still, if you're paid a salary, whether you're paid or not, at least you're, you're, you're still an employee, do your job, do your job, my friend, because let management mess up if they have to mess up. But then that doesn't mean that for you don't do your part. Still do your part. Because I can guarantee you that even as people are thinking about resigning, they will see your level of effort. They will see that you are applying yourself amidst the challenging moments. Because I believe that the world still will reward you if you keep going, if you keep doing great. Uh, then, of course, I would encourage you to, if they are able to uh, get a guy like me to talk to your team, including the management, it would help because I would do research and, and the contacts are there. Uh, so, but I'm just giving you personal advice. And this is useful for all of us if you find yourself in such an environment. So, number one, stay away from uh, negativity. Then two, you know, feed your mind with positive content. And three, do your best work possible, no matter what. And then number four, um, I mean, give, post, give feedback in terms of what you, 
wish to see happen differently. And time might come if you feel you've done your best and still things are not moving. It's okay. You can start applying and looking for jobs elsewhere since you, you may not have as much influence since you're not the, the team leader, so to speak. But for now, please, those three things. Oh, this is a big one also. Pray for your leaders that God gives them divine wisdom. Because you see that if, they, if people knew better, they would do better. Okay, so your managers or your leaders are doing the best they know how. That doesn't mean I'm approving of what they are doing, but that's all they know. They, they know that you're saying that they, they issue commands rather than listen to staff. Most likely that's how they grew up or that where they used to work, that's how it used to be. And that's all they know. And they have not had opportunities to expose themselves to, uh, to content like this or to get coaching from a guy like me because I have some leaders that I coach and mentor. So just uh, forgive them and pray for them that God gives them the divine wisdom to lead and manage you in a better way. That's huge. So please forgive them and pray for divine guidance, for divine intervention, okay? I hope that helps, Bernard, and uh, let me know if that if I've been clear. Um, Ashraf says, my boss is involving himself in each and everything. On top of that, his behaviors are too kiddish. He shouts, he serves a meal during lunch, he finds you on the walkway and and box you. Ah, box you, that's quite uh, that's quite something. Well, um, number one, again, your boss, uh, Ashraf, your boss, that's all he knows. If he knew better, he would do better. Number two is Ashraf. If it reaches a level of shouting and uh, boxing you, are you talking about, you know, really beating you up, Ashraf? I'm not understanding. But let me start with the shouting and I'm waiting for you to confirm whether it is real boxing. Because, I mean, that's, that's um, a serious offense. But on the shouting, I also believe in you standing up for yourself. If someone is constantly shouting at you uh, or doing things that do not add up and you feel that they are not appropriate, it's okay to, to stand up for yourself in a calm but firm manner. Please note the words, calm and firm. I should also add respectful, okay? What I mean by that, if someone is shouting, that doesn't mean that you also shout, no hold a high ground. So what do I mean by calm, firm, and respectful? Let's call that manager X. Okay, so I should have said boxing in a joking way. Okay, thanks for sharing that. Otherwise, I was like, what? <laughs> okay, so let's just suppose this is the boss, okay, who shouts and all that, and it's me going to give him feedback. Um, let me use this. Okay, let's, uh, this is my external hard drive, okay. So let's just suppose this is the boss. Let me see if I'm able to, to bring it, okay. This is the boss, okay. And I need to communicate to this boss. Okay. So I will say something along the lines of, um, excuse me, John, I really would appreciate it if you spoke to me 
because when you shout, I'm not able to even hear you. I'm terrified and I cannot process the information. And I believe even when you speak in a calmer manner, I can hear you. And when I hear you properly, then I'm able to respond properly and perform better. So I would really appreciate that. Now they might even shout, then you stay, keep your calm, say, look, I'd really appreciate it if you want to get the most out of me to speak to me calmly and can and clearly I'll get the point because shouting really puts me off and therefore it brings my performance down. Okay. Now, when you do that, what I've done just there is I've mentioned my position. I'm calm, but I'm firm at the same time. And I'm explaining the reasons why. So you do that, uh, Ashraf, and see, give your boss feedback, not in an abusive or disrespectful manner, stay respectful, but give the person feedback. And I believe they should be able to get to the point. All right? Cool. So um, we are on the top of the hour. I feel it's time for us to wrap this up. Uh, the phone numbers are on the screen if you want to get extra support or you want me to come and speak to your organization to offer a motivational talk, you can also uh, call Daniel on the numbers on the screen, plus 256-777-07382 or WhatsApp him on 256-705-8387-33. And then you can also uh, the... Uh, follow me on my different social media channels, youtube.com uh, forward slash user forward slash Ethan Mussolini. Uh, my Twitter handle is Ethan Mussolini, so is LinkedIn, Instagram. Uh, please share this. Uh, the, the recording will be, or the recording should be appearing. So uh, share it as wide as possible. And let me know also what did you find most useful? What are you going to do differently? Please type in the chat box, what are you going to do differently as a result of having listened to me? Because ultimately I want to see a changed life. Uh, that's why I'm here. Uh, Semwanga say, uh, says, wow, thank you so much. You're welcome, Semwanga. And I'm glad I could be of help. I was here to be of service and I hope um, all of us got some nuggets of value, whether you're watching this as uh, watching live or watching a recording, uh, please remember to hit click, you know, to share and, you know, to share this, to um, like and share and all that, because then uh, when you do, it helps uh, spread the word. I want to reach out to as many people as possible. So spread the word so to speak. And because when you do, it is always very, very useful. <laughs> All right. Other than that, be well. May the good Lord bless you. Uh, Happy New Year once again. Enjoy yourself. Uh, keep growing. Keep expanding. And until then, bye for now. Thank you for tuning in to this transformational episode. We would like to extend an invitation to everyone to be a part of a special opportunity to make a difference in the world by joining Ethan in a mission to reach 5 billion people with these positive messages. One, implement what you learn to improve your life and career. Two, post your reviews of this podcast plus sharing with family and friends. Three, if you can, 
Kindly send in your donation by visiting www.succeedingdaily.com forward slash donate. Even $1 makes a difference. Thanks to everyone and God bless.